All right. Welcome to For Love of Show. Yay. Uh, we have with us today um, somebody we're very excited about, and his name is Gino Seegers. Did Hello. I say that correctly? You said it beautifully. Okay, thank you. Uh, you would know Gino as Chayton, mm-hmm. Little Stone from Banshee, Mason McCoola from Disney's Pair of Kings, but really big dog from Conversations with Breakfast. Oh. That's really? what that's people, what people really, really know, know you for. Really? Yes. Wow. I, well, um, I forgot about that guy. Big dog. Big dog is, uh, um, yeah, he was a, a fleeting character. Yeah? Yeah. It's actually a favor. Um, someone asked me to, They their big dog was unable to get to the set. And I lived very close to mm-hmm. the set. And they said, Gino, we really need some help. I mean, it's a small role. Could you please just come in and, and fill in in this position? I was like, all right, cool. No problem. I, I'll help out friends from time to time. That's nice. Yeah. And so I, I did it. And I told her, I said, D- don't worry about, you know, credit or anything like that. I'm good. Don't worry about it. And she gave me a credit anyway. So very I was cool. like, wow, thanks. And someday it would be talked about someday on the podcast. Someday it mm-hmm. would be talked about on the podcast. <laughs> and here we are. That day is today. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I think since our drinks are, uh, we're just taken out of the freezer, I should talk about the drinks. Yeah. Um, so Gino is vegan, which I find very cool. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that later because we have okay. some questions. Okay. Um, and I thought, what is something that vegans might miss? And I was like, well, you can't really have a milkshake or ice cream or, you know, things of that nature. Uh, on the contrary, they do have a vegan ice cream yes. made from cashews and they have some vegan ice cream, I think, made from almonds. They do. And so, I mean, there are a lot of options out there. And to my delight and surprise, there was also mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. yeah. With veganaise. The, yes. I, I, I lost my mind when I was in <laughs> Vancouver at the Veggie Fest. Uh-huh. And the lady says, we have vegan A's. And I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> vegan I'm for life. Done. I, I can, some fake bologna and fake cheese with some vegan A's and I'm good. <laughs> so with that said, I made you a vegan milkshake, but it is very nutritious. Wow. And I'm calling it the Lino Gino. <laughs> Lino Gino. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to leave. Okay, can, it's really can, not my best. Can I taste it? Please. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. It has a, wow, got some cinnamon going on in there. Yes, there's Mm -hmm. some cinnamon. There's some, a lot of cacao powder, which is super antioxidant based and some maca, which gives you a boost of natural energy, some avocado. Oh, that's good. All sorts of things. So that's good. Yeah. We're going to post the recipe and please do. And uh, everyone can be lean and jean. I am. I'm, this is really good. <laughs> Melanie, don't double down on the name. All right, I got I to gotta leave now for the third time. Wow. So, yeah, that's our drink. That's a good drink, Mel. Good. That is a great, great drink. Good, and you're going to feel great afterwards. I'm feeling great right now. Good. Uh, you want to do random word? Yeah. I'm nervous now. I feel like... So, we play this game where we just say a random word, and mm-hmm. you tell a story about it. It can be any story you want. Okay. But normally, I'll say a word, and it's a, it's a terrible idea. Nobody has a story for it. Okay. 
Tell me a story about an air conditioner. An air conditioner. Yeah. <laughs> you want me? So, I want so, to photograph this look. No, no, wait, wait. That, no. The, the look I'm getting you is going to be burned into my brain No, no, forever. no, it's okay. It's okay. You want me to tell you a story? Yeah. About an air conditioner. Yeah. Mel has a backup word, just in case. No, no, no. I, I mean, I can tell you a story. You can pick any word. You can pick oh. three words, and I can I can put a story together about three words. Okay. Now, does this story have to be a true story, or does this story I mean, have I, to ideally. be fictional? Or, I mean, okay. <laughs> so you got to give me some background. Does it need to be a noir, or I mean, can oh, can wow. it be narrated? What, what do you want? What do you what do you got to let me know? Surprise us. Okay. When I was a little boy, my mother and my brother and I moved into a house on Rowell Street in East Winston, Salem, North Carolina. Now, this little house was a three-bedroom house, as shockingly small as this place was. It had three bedrooms in it. The only issue with this house was that there was no central air, and no one's house in the entire neighborhood had central air. So you saw a myriad of fans in windows in this little neighborhood when you drove down Rowell Street. That said, my mother was not going to tolerate another Southeast summer in that level of heat. So what she did was she called my dad, who they, they weren't together at that time, and um, she called my dad. My dad was always very um, active in me and my brother's life. So my dad then called his HAVC sort of guy, mm -hmm. who did him a favor, because my dad was a pipe turner, he was a plumber. So he owed my father a favor, so he went to our house and he got this guy to install a fan to suck the heat out of the roof. And we put, for the first summer, we had a window uh, air conditioning installed in our living room. So literally, all we had to do was turn on the air conditioning and as the fan, as we turn on the air conditioning, we flip the switch, the fan turned on, sucked the heat out of the roof and it cooled our entire house. Nice. Cooled our entire, it was a cheap fix, right? Yeah. But the following summer, my mother installed central air. And then was your house like that our house to be? People would come to our house and just just to, to, to ask for a cup of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, and I'm then like, linger. Y'all 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 making Kool-Aid? No, we just uh <laughs> we just need some sugar. <laughs> oh, okay. E you can go now. <laughs> People would come and hang out at our house. Kids would come by our house. E e what y'all doing? Nothing. Y'all wanna play in the house? No, we can't play in the house, man. Can I just can I just stand in the hall or something? It was hot. It was hot, man. Wow. We were the only house in the neighborhood with an air conditioner. Wow. So there's your air conditioning story. That's that's brilliant. That's well done, Kim. I'm so excited. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. It's crazy what you can learn. <laughs> yeah. Uh should we transition into now? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, I have a question for you. If you could choose any historical figure to be your imaginary friend, who would you choose? Any historical figure to be my personal friend? Yes. Now. Now. I would probably... It would be a toss-up between um, these. These these are sort of like intellectual people. So I'm I'm very um, probably be a toss-up between Thomas Sowell and uh, Ben Shapiro. Hmm, interesting. And why? Why would you choose them? Because they both uh, speak in terms of empirical evidence, and I like arguing with people who have solid evidence. Cool. What mm. kind of That's adventures great. would you guys go on? 
Uh, we would just really sit and have coffee and talk. That's yeah. a good adventure. Yeah, I mean that's I mean it's it's more that's of an cool. intellectual adventure as opposed to uh, you know hiking or camping and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean I would really really love to pick the brain of. I mean I, I I would like to argue with Ben because he's 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 such an irritating sort of guy, <laughs> but he he just believes in his heart of hearts that he's always right, and I like to argue with people who believe that they're always right and in a healthy way. Yeah. You know what I mean? In a healthy way. And I, I like the fact that he, he believes a thousand percent that his way is the only way. And I, I like that. Uh, not all the questions are going to be as good. Um, have you ever played, because you do voiceover, you've done voiceover for a couple different cart, um, video games. Have yes. you ever played those video games as yourself? Yes. Cool. Lawbreakers. I, I, I tried to play Lawbreakers and I was not very good at it. It's a it's it's a very uh, team oriented. Um, yeah, I I'm really not very good at it. I mean, I I, I wasn't good at Frogger. <laughs> like the basic games, I wasn't very good at. Is it weird to hear your voice? What do you mean? When you're playing the games? No, no. no. You're just like that's uh, me. I mean, this is this. I'm in I don't control. even think about it as me. I just think it's the character and yeah. You know, I, I forget. You know, once I, you know, oftentimes you go in and you do voices for these video games, and then they call you back three months later and they say, "Hey, we want to do some some different sounds." I was like, "Could you play this guy for me?" Because I don't remember. You know, I don't <laughs> right, remember exactly. what I did. Uh, what's the oddest job? you've ever had i have done i was an interior decorator for havity's furniture store what yeah i know this is a really strange situation but you got to understand havity's furniture store has very high quality furniture Mm -hmm. so high quality furniture is extremely heavy so they needed someone (laughs) to move them couches (laughs) to move them dresses I mean, it has some heavy <laughs> furniture. And it was like all of the d- decorators were girthy guys, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, What's your favorite thing to eat in New Zealand? In New Zealand? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'll tell you, the, f- the best thing in New Zealand are the salads. And really? I'll tell you why. Because every restaurant, every store, they get their produce daily. Wow. And it's fresh. And I mean, lettuce is crisp. And everything is predicated on how people come to your restaurant because they know that it's the freshest of the fresh. And let's not even talk about the coffee culture. (laughs) Really? Let's not talk about the coffee culture. I mean, they're they're Let's talk a little bit about the the coffee culture. (laughs) The baristas in New Zealand take it extremely seriously. Wow. You can't get a job at a coffee shop. Unless you've got two years experience. Wow. That's really cool. So it puts Seattle to shame. Oh, it, it puts anybody to shame. I mean, yeah. the only thing, only only coffee culture that it doesn't put to shame, I would argue, is either Australia uh-huh. or Vietnam. Uh, so speaking of food, um, how long have you been a vegan? I have been tweaking my diet for the last 25 years. I didn't decide to go fully vegan until about 13 or 14 months ago. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank oh, you. Really great. Thank you. Does Kevin Costner ever make bad jokes? <laughs> Our segues are really. Uh, I'm nailing them. I'm nailing it. Man, that's like a 90 degree, like a 180. <laughs> yeah. Seamless, if you will. Yeah. Well, you know, I um, I did some work on a show called uh, Yellowstone, and um, I really didn't get a chance to work with Kevin. I wanted to. I wanted to, uh, but my my scenes didn't didn't work didn't you know work with him i wasn't i didn't have any scenes with him but 
uh, Taylor Sheridan and I were basically watching the Dallas football game and he was talking to me and he says, hey man, you know, I was thinking about bringing bringing um, your character back and making this, that. And he was telling me about the story and he was telling me about the story arc and the, the character arc. And I said, hey man, you know, I'm, I'm around. So if, if you want to do it, that's great. I mean, if not, that's great. I'm, I just love, I'm, I appreciate the opportunity and I appreciate the chance to work with some really uh, talented people. And um, you bring me back, you bring me back. But if you don't, I'll still have the experience. So Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, if you come back... <laughs> Find I'll, suss I'll out see, the joke I'll, situation. I'll, I'll, Let I'll Mel see, know. <laughs> I'll see yeah. if he if he tells any bad jokes. Okay. But you know, he was um, the night. Uh, I mean, the night before. Like I was leaving on Saturday, a Friday, and Sunday, uh, Costner and his band uh, did a concert at this um he's in a band he's in a band what really what does yeah. he do in the band I, that i don't know i'm curious singer huh. i think he i think he plays i think he plays no 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 i think he plays i think he plays and sings wow. i think he plays and sings but it's his band and um so cool. he's uh I, it's more i want to say it's kind of like folk country rock sort of music cool yeah <laughs> But um, I don't know, but uh, he invited everyone and I couldn't go because I was leaving, but I would have loved to have gone. But Okay. Describe your pair of kings costume in three words. I can do it in two. Okay. Perfect. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what was the costume? Oh, it was bandoleros and this very rough sort of n- not cotton, but some material. Let me try it. Let me it pull was up brown yeah. and it was just, it was just. And then they wanted me to do all these these moves and fighting and get drug and all this stuff, get in a harness. And, and then it's just, it was just uncomfortable. I was the only character on Pair of Kings that was a throwback from Gilligan's Island because I had the same costume every <laughs> episode, man. Yeah, Literally, I was the only costumable pair of kings character because right. no one else if you look at boomer brady or boss they dressed in normal clothes look <laughs> at michaela she dressed in normal clothes uh tell me a rugby term that's real but sounds fake okay um i mean there's there's the hooker <laughs> i think that's it that's it yeah <laughs> that's the one <laughs> there's the hooker he's called a hooker because his job is to hook the ball. Okay, so it's very literal. Foot. It's literally okay. he hooks the ball with his foot. And so he's literally in the middle of the scrum and as the dummy half, which is a dummy half. <laughs> These all sound fake. Rugby doesn't sound real. That's I've decided. The dummy half is not the uh, unintelligent husband. <laughs> he's the actual guy who is literally the quarterback. Did you play college football? I did. Okay, so you played college football and then rugby. I played college football and then I played minor league American football. Oh, really? For two years. And I then uh, went back to college, finished my degree. And um, as I was filling out resumes and signing my cover letters. I had ESPN on in the background and I heard this commercial saying, if you think you're tough, come represent your country and play rugby league in (laughs) in Canada. And all this, I was like, wow, I mean, that looks like football. I I think I can do that. Yeah. So I took a number down on the back of one of those cover letters and called the guy the next morning. He's like, sure, come on up, man. We'd love to have you. (laughs) So I go up and uh, I'd never seen a rugby ball before, never played the game before, but I was the biggest I was the strongest, I was the fastest, and I was the only person that didn't need help making tackles. Wow. And they were like, 
yeah, we're going to pick you, man. Yeah. And so I got on the team and still didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I realized very quickly that I, on defense, I didn't have to make every tackle. Because it's like I was <laughs> sideline to sideline trying to make every tackle, yeah. right? It's like, no, Gino. You can't. It's not like in football. Every play, you try to make every tackle. Right. But in rugby, you got to stay in your line. Because mm-hmm. if I leave a position, that leaves a hole. So gotcha. they spin it back. Boom, there's a hole there that where I'm supposed to be. So it was one of those learning curves that it's a quick learning curve because mm-hmm. I was in the first 10 minutes, I was exhausted. I needed a break. I, I couldn't make every tackle. Back to football. How do you feel about Heinz Ward? How do I feel about Heinz Ward? Mm-hmm. In what sense? Like, do you like him? I respect him. I don't cool. know him. Cool. You can stay. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know him. <laughs> Who's Heinz I, I don't Ward? Know. He's Heinz. my, so I'm from Pittsburgh. Mustard? Clearly. So he's my favorite oh, football okay. player of all time. I just I mean, want to make sure that yeah, you can no, stay. no. I mean, uh, the people people ask you <laughs> questions about like people that I don't know. Heinz Ward, Heinz Ward don't know me. I mean, I, I mean, I respect him for what he's done, and you know, moreover, I respect him because he's a blue collar receiver. You know what I mean? Totally. He, he's literally a blue collar receiver. He makes every block. He I mean, every chip, everything he does the right, he does it the right way. So, I mean, how can you not respect a man? Exactly. That, you know? And I deserve to be reprimanded for that question. <laughs> but I just, I just had to, had to say it. Oh, had fair to get enough. it in. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, can you do any impressions? Yeah, but I do impressions of people that most people don't know. Let me hear one. I, I do an impression of, um, of people from North Carolina. Okay. And um, this one particular guy, he's um, he's from Robinson County. I won't say his name because <laughs> it doesn't matter. We'll call him Roy. Yeah, we we'll call him Roy for short, or Bubba for short. Okay, you know, Bubba. Bubba often short for yeah. Roy. So and yeah. um, Bubba, I, I used to tease him all the time, and um, he's um, he's a good old boy, and he's country. Um, this is uh, for lack of a better name, Bubba. <laughs> You know my wife, Charlene, she's the only woman I know who can eat $50 worth of Happy Meals. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I know you weren't expecting it. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's great. But when you live there, probably that's just how people talked, right? Yeah, that's just yeah, oh that's just God. typical. I mean I mean they say things that's different as well. I I was in um eastern North Carolina, which is where Robinson County is, and I was lost. And this was back before we all had cell phones and we all had GPS and I stopped at a corner store which looked like a mom and pop log cabin. And so there's a guy sitting out there whittling on a piece of wood. And I say to the guy, I say, excuse me, sir, could you um could you help me out? I'm trying to find I forty. And what came out of his mouth <laughs> was Something out of something out of a a, a novel, a, a, a Thomas Wolfe novel or something. You know, it was like he said something like, "Well, they name on they ain't going down there to the super club, no, 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 you wear out on and go good." I'm sorry, sir. Uh, I'm gonna need you to run that back to me. Could you slow that down a bit? I went in there. You go down here to the super club underneath of there, and you go to the lab. You know what I'm saying? Go to the lab. And go all the way on up in there, and you see the thing right there. You them pow right on in there, boy. <laughs> what in the. Thank you, sir. I'm on. So I still didn't right know where I was going. Okay, yeah, got it. That's got it, cool. dude. <laughs> but he was referring to the to the bridge when he said super slab. 
Mm, but he didn't call it a bridge. That. He didn't call it a bridge. He called it Super Slab. Uh-huh. Super Slab. Oh, he means the bridge. You know, and so it's like a lot of, you know, there's a lot of translation and a lot of lost in translation in, in certain parts of North Carolina. Sounds like it. Again, very uh, Pittsburgh. transition. No, Pittsburgh. I'm okay. done. I'm done. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, what is your favorite type of character to play? Mean spirited or more of the good guy? Because you've played both and in between. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I just like a challenge, really. I like, I like. I mean, for a long time, um, actually for two years, no one wanted to see me in their casting room because I was a Disney dad. Mm. And I thought, well, that's silly. What, what do you mean you don't want to see me? The what, Disney what curse. That? That's crazy. Yeah. Why? Well, you're, you're that kind of actor. <laughs> no, I'm not. I am someone who can deliver what the producer and director ask of me. I'm not a storyteller in this in this sense. I am a story facilitator. So I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm a one trick pony by no stretch. But what they'll do is they'll put you in a uh, they'll compartmentalize you and say, Oh, he's that actor. Oh, and he's that actor. Yeah. Um how did Banshee come about? And then I have oh, a very specific question about okay. Banshee. Well Banshee came about because they really didn't want to see me. They literally didn't want to see me. And they didn't want to see a Disney guy. Oh, the casting didn't want to see a Disney mm-hmm. guy. Especially for such a tough, rough role. Yeah, exactly. They say, oh, no, no, he's a Disney guy. We don't want to see him. But my manager kept persisting. And um, we sent them a self-tape. And the casting director says, literally, his voice sounds fake. Can he change his voice? <laughs> what? Literally. Literally, that's what she said. So I sent them another tape. You know what Chayton was talking with almost a whisper? Uh-huh. That's what they wanted. They they wanted Chayton to sound as though he was sinister and nasty and this sort of thing. Yeah. So the line sort of came out like, um, uh, you have no authority on or off the reservation, as far as I'm concerned. You know, that sort of yeah. thing, right? And so I booked the role. I get to Charlotte, North Carolina, and O.C., who is from Denmark, he says to me, you know, okay, Gina, we're going to do this, and then we're going to go up here, and you're going to walk over here, and it's going to be great, okay? So we're going to do the, we're going to do the scene, okay? I say, okay, cool. So I do the scene, and I do the breathy thing, and then he, we finish the scene, finish the first take. He says, that's good, you know, I like that, I like what you did there, it's good, I like your choices, and uh, I like what you did there, and and when you walk, that's good, that's really good, that's really good. Um, what, what, just one, 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 one really quick question, uh, what happened to your voice? <laughs> I was like, um, you didn't like it? No, no, no. Just I'm, let me explain something to you. Okay, I'll explain something to you. Well, what's going to happen is you're going to come in here, you're going to play, and everybody's going to be yelling and screaming at each other, and they're going to be talking on this level, right? And so when you're going to come in, and everybody's going to be, I see Jane Little's down there, and you're going to say, Josh, Jayden. It's going to be beautiful. So try to. Right? And I'm like, so you want me to just say it? Yes, just just use your voice. Use your voice. Don't don't change your voice. Just use your voice. I said, okay, no problem. And I didn't get it. I really didn't get it. And so I I did it. And uh, I just said, the, the character says, you take my son? I said, just Chayton. And I didn't really think about it. I go to bed with my voice. I wake up with my voice. It's something that I've gone to bed with and woke up with since I was 12. And It's a gift. Yeah, I didn't do anything to get it. I just woke up one morning. There it was. You know, <laughs> hey, how you doing? You know, boom, done. Yeah. That first morning, though, you probably were a little like, no, what no, the? no, no. The first, the first, the first morning, I couldn't talk at all. Oh wow! And for the first, first three or four mornings, I couldn't talk at all. And then one morning, I woke up and boom, there I was. And I didn't think about it. I, I couldn't remember how I sounded. Oh wow! I couldn't remember what I sounded like. You know, four days ago. 
Yeah. You know, kids are dumb. It's <laughs> true. That is true. You know, we don't think about these things, you know. It was brewing in you. Yeah, and my head was vibrating. <laughs> it took four I days like, to yeah. do Man, this. I, I, my head is vibrating differently. Wow. My chest is vibrating. It was, it was different. I had this little chest and this giant head, but it was still <laughs> vibrating. But I do the scene, and it's not until we do the ADR with all the efforts, you know, <laughs> yeah. all that sort of stuff, right. right, that the guys say, hey, man, have you seen this scene? I was like, no. And so they played it for me, and he was right. He was absolutely right because wow. everybody said, Just chatting. And it was like, Whoa. It was like, <laughs> the room vibrated, right? And I was That's like, so cool. Wow. And I get it now because he said that. And yeah. he said it. And I was like, It was, it was, it was a really cool uh, introduction yeah. to Chayton Littlestone, you know, because he was right. Everybody was speaking on this really, really high level in your ears just adjusted to listening to the way everybody else sounded. And then out of nowhere, this guy just drops like four <laughs> octaves and it just like, oh. And <laughs> for, for those of you who haven't seen this scene or the show at all, um, Chayton has tattoos all yes, over his face. Yes. He has a very large presence, yes. if you will. I hate, I hate hearing, uh, I've been on sets where actors will get a note and then the actor will, will literally rebut the note and say, well, so-and-so taught me to, told me, told me to say it this way. Or they'll almost blame the producer or blame the casting director or blame someone else. It's like, no, nah, man, just shut up and do it differently. Man. You know, just <laughs> shut up and do it. Do it the way the director says it. Do it the way the last way, the, the way the, the last person told you to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's the way, that's the approach that I take because I come from a coaching sort of athletic background. Exactly. If coach says, get your button A gap, Gino, I'm going to get my button A gap. Why? Because he's going to put somebody else in the game that's going to do what exactly. he's asking to do. Yeah. And so that's my like I said, I'm not a storyteller, I'm just a story facilitator. And but no, nah, he was he was absolutely right. And thanks to OC, Chayton Littlestone does not sound like this. <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I have one more banshee question and then we'll move on. I just yeah. I, that will be very uh, off topic if I bring mm-hmm. it back. So this is a spoiler alert for people who haven't watched the show. Okay. However, so the character of Chayton gets his head chopped off. Blown off. Blown off. Yes. Sorry. Wrong verb. Uh, what the <laughs> heck was that like to film? You know, it was tedious. <laughs> I'm standing on a pier on the Mississippi River and the sun is beating down. Oof. And there's a lady literally putting yellow dots all over my face. And they're taking like, they took about 60 pictures. And I literally had to stand there in this boiling sun, in this humidity in Louisiana. And it was just stinking hot. And But we finally got through it. And my, you know, Chayton has a lot of um, tribal brands and tribal right. marks. Well, those prosthetics were bubbling. And it was, it was like, Hey man, we gotta we gotta hurry up and get this done because it was just crazy. But it was it was tedious. Well, we'll miss you. Uh huh. <laughs> Glad they put the head back on. Because <laughs> you do Broadway also, right? I did Broadway for a while. Do you have any tips for how to not lose your voice doing that many shows? Oh wow! Um, I went to Stuttgart, Germany, in Freiburg to study with uh, a renowned uh, Basso Profundo. And um, he taught me that the most, the two most important things to vocal health and longevity is the warm-up and the cool-down. Oh. So the warm-up is when you're ascending, 
and you warm it up, right? But at the end of the night, the cool down is. So you're going ascending to descending. Mm -hmm. And so you just spend about five to 10 minutes warming up and five to 10 minutes cooling down. And that, that was, and rest and hydration. Rest, hydration, warm up, cool down. Um, and you played Mufasa in the Lion King, yes. Australian production. The correct? Australian, okay. Australasian production, and then I moved from that to the Cheetah Tour in uh, America. Wow, that's mm-hmm. so cool. Um, what was your favorite Mufasa quote? Oh, wow, there's so many. Mufasa basically is telling Simba during the song that one day the story of of uh, they living you is literally Mufasa trying to explain to his son that one day he will no longer be here. One day you will be here alone. And when that day comes, you want you to point to the brightest star because that star will be me and I will be with you. And that in that in the middle of that song, in the midst of that song, he's expressing that to his son. And that to me is probably my favorite quote. Aww. Yeah. I like feel emotional. <laughs> no, it's, I mean when Julie Taymor explained it to me, I didn't really I thought this woman is crazy. Yeah. She's crazy. And then when it, she landed, it's like, wow, she's a genius. Yeah. yeah. You know, that line between insanity and genius is thin, thin. But, you know, she she's literally a genius. And uh, I, man, I can't say enough about her. That's really yeah. awesome. Um, when's the last time you ate meat? And what did you eat? Probably the last time I had meat was probably fish and was sushi. And that would have been probably 14, 14, 15 months ago. Um, if you had a late night talk show, who would your first guest be? Probably Ben Shapiro or <laughs> Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell wouldn't do it. I mean, I, I doubt very seriously he would do it. But Ben would. I think Ben would. Okay. Cool. I think Ben Ben likes the uh, he likes the he likes the mic and he loves the attention. I, I don't know if I, I like is a, is 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 the term, but I really respect his vigor and his um, I don't know his his tenacious sort of attitude about things. I really do respect that and I like that. I like that in a person. You know, mm. it's somebody I could play football with. You know what I mean? For sure. It's somebody that I know would do it the right way. And, you know, outside contain, man, you got outside contain, Ben. He's like, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. You know, <laughs> he would do it the right way. What position would, would you put him on? I would, he would have to be, well, he's not big enough right. to do anything, really. <laughs> we, after like Other several than, workout sessions. I, he, he, I don't care how many workout sessions he <laughs> <laughs> Kicker? He would have to be a kicker or a, a holder. Yeah. Uh, something like that, you know, <laughs> but if he was going to play defense, he would have to be in the secondary and he'd have to be a cornerback probably, but he'd get roasted. How about <laughs> this? He plays roasted. mind defense. It doesn't that matter. Mind, is strong. Dude, mind doesn't matter. Man. <laughs> Your mind ain't going to fix this matter. No, no, it's not. You're right. <laughs> um, what weird and useless collection do you think that you would want to start? You know, I had a weird and useless collection, but I gotten rid of it. Because I was traveling so much, I would always find a rock. And um, I start, I would find rocks and I would had this box of rocks with, you know, you know, these two letters on it, you know, mm-hmm. denoting where I was. And then it got so bad that I had two letters on there for China and CH. And I said, is this Chicago or China? Which is this? <laughs> oh, dang. Oh, I just threw the box away. <laughs> oh, like, this is stupid. What do I got with these boxes, man? The box of rocks. And That's hilarious. I literally 
really live for a transition like this. <laughs> Speaking of rocks. Oh, is, did you pump your fist like you were so happy? Yes, I was so happy when you said rocks. You I was doing. like, you just set this up for me. Like, it's just couldn't be more perfect. Okay. Speaking du- of rocks. Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Okay. Have you been ever compared to him? All the time. Oh, damn. But, you know, in all honesty, we're nothing alike. I was going to say that. We're nothing alike. I mean, he's um, he's a beautiful, very attractive, uh, physically um, stunning man. I'm none of those things. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not Are you crazy? No, I mean, I'm. Come on, man. <laughs> Have you never you, seen? No, him no, here? no, 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 no. <laughs> seriously, seriously, seriously. He is. He's like physically. You got to see him coming. You know, mm-hmm. more more than more than. Fifty percent of his montage is in slow motion. <laughs> this is true. Why true. is that? Yeah. Because we gotta, we want to look at him even more. Yeah. Even the guys can't wait for him to take his shirt off. <laughs> when seen, he's gonna take his shirt off. Hey, hey, it's coming, it's coming. All right, come here. You know, it's like, you know what I mean. Everybody's waiting for him to take his shirt off. Ain't nobody waiting for Gino to take his shirt off. <laughs> I'm not waiting to take my shirt off. <laughs> well, Banshee, uh, nobody had mean, to wait. You I just did it. I couldn't wait to put a shirt on, man. And they wanted me to do, man, they wanted me to run through the woods shirtless. I was like, hey, man, come on. Man, <laughs> man nobody hunts shirtless, man. I'm hunting for deers. I'm not going to be shirtless. They wanted me to run. Th- I was like, no, nah, I got to put my foot down, man. They wanted okay. me to hold up the American government, the American military. They wanted me on a on a on a road in the middle of the woods shooting arrows shirtless. I was like, come on, man. Satan <laughs> is going Satan is not gonna take on the US government with no shirt on. He ain't gonna do that. Dude, he gonna put on a tank top or something. They wanted me to go pick up my brother from the morgue shirtless. <laughs> what kind of sense? <laughs> Maybe it's hot outside. <laughs> Come on, man. So <laughs> emotional you took your shirt off. Yeah. Oh, man, no. Nah. Uh, who hasn't been there? Shirt on, man. <laughs> yeah, put a shirt on, man. I mean, I'm Dino, not D-Wayne. People go to the morgue topless all the time. Topless at the morgue. Come yeah. on. No, yeah. not happening. No. And so I was I, Come on, man. We, we, <laughs> but, you know, like, Dwayne, you got to see him coming. Yeah. You got to see him coming. He's yeah. a beautiful man and a heck of a nice guy, from what I understand. Yeah, he seems great. Uh, how are you at Puzzles? Puzzles. <laughs> I, I am... I am uh, nice. I Thanks. am literally uh, obsessed with Puzzles. I got a puzzle at home right now that I'm almost done with, but I'm really struggling but with see, the end of it. I, I can't. It. I can't. I can't start a puzzle because then I'll be obsessed with it. And so I, I, I've learned to never start one. I, I can't. Just I can't, finish this one. I though. can't start one. I, I can't because then I'll be coming to your house at three o'clock in the morning when you finish the puzzle. You'd be like, "Uh, this is too much, Gino." <laughs> I'm. I. I'm. I got. I got. I got a podcast in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um. What is your favorite thing about being a dad? My favorite thing about being a dad is imparting the knowledge and the lessons that my dad imparted to me and like hearing the my favorite thing literally is hearing my dad come out of me <laughs> and I love that. I've lost my dad for you know since 2010 he's been gone but he's so not gone because I hear him I hear him in my head you know mm-hmm. I can hear like I every every everything I do everything I I I I every decision that I come across or I, I come to every road that I fork in the road that I come to, I can hear my dad answering what I should do, you know, you know, and it's like, God, man, he's he's still here. You know, what I mean, he's living through me. 
Right. And I, li- I like uh, hearing my dad talk to my son. So it's, it's kind of cool. That's very neat. Yeah. It's really sweet. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's Sometimes a really we'll end on a really sentimental note and Kim will be like, uh, no, I'm pickled. Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakle, or Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked. What would you choose? What would you rather watch? I'm sorry. I would rather watch. That was watch. just the question that was no, in no, the no. order. That's okay. That's okay. I would rather watch. Uh, you got to pick one of those. I would rather watch the Squeakle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just for the fact that it's called the Squeakle. Well, just, the other one's called all... Chipwrecked. I mean, Chipwrecked. but Squeakle is pretty that's good. A, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one, but I would still go with Squeakle. Okay. Because that meant there was a first part. Yeah. So. You'd always, yeah, squeakle. Cool. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Okay, we've never had a <sighs> uh, a sequel where they are of the same family. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's we just bro- well. Broke if a record a, here. anybody knows that Alvin and the Chipmunks is really a story told as a as a trilogy, <laughs> I think about that. It's all too the time. big of a story to contain in one. <laughs> Much like Star Wars. I mean, <laughs> is could you could, is Star Wars still a trilogy? You know. They got at least. I've nine only of them. seen three. I mean, but there's nine of them now. They, it's a nine. That's a triple. That's a triple trilogy. I'm investing too much of myself in the Marvel <laughs> yeah. universe. I don't have time for Star Wars. And I don't know how anybody could invest anything in the Marvel universe. It's I mean, too much. Even there's you, so many things I that mean, I'm missing you can't, too. You can't even. You can't even binge watch the Marvel universe. Mm-mm. This uh, you can't see it all. You can't because watch because now it all. it's on TV too. So then there's Agents much, of man. Shield yeah. and I, that, you know they have stuff. It's right. very stressful for me to be honest. I can't. I can't watch it. I mean, just I, find I can't the watch Infinity it. Stone and be done with it, and then let's move on to other. I movies. can't watch. And now DC and now everything is a comic book. Everything, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. is a you know um, a graphic novel or DC or Marvel or I mean, you got Black Panther. You got. Uh, <sighs> Mm-hmm. Can I just, and you know what's what's what, <laughs> you know what's like the simplest and the most ridiculous thing at the same time is that we have all this this superheroes right? We have all these superheroes coming at us from one side down the other, TV, movies, and all of that, right? And people are surprised that this is us is so good, but in actual fact, it's just a normal human story. I think that that's what makes people I, I mean, but, but are craving it's it. It's not. It's not that it hasn't already been done. Mm-hmm. It's not new. But it's like, oh, it's revolutionary. We've seen these stories of love and loss before. We've seen the story where the man is walking along his normal life and he falls in a hole. And we want to see him climb out of that hole. Now, my contingent is that they're going to get tired of crying every episode. People are going to get tired. I they, love it. It's therapeutic. People are going to get tired <laughs> of crying every episode. I promise you. It's like, man, I watched three episodes. I was like, okay, I can't. I, I got it. I can't. I can't be crying every night, man. I got, I, got, I'm, I gotta go. I can't. I got stuff to do. I can't be worried about these characters that that don't exist and being emotionally and 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 attached to these people that don't exist. I I I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Life is hard enough. I know people that have had similar situations, but eventually people are going to get tired of this is us and they're going to, they're going to want something more uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they're going to want something more, you know, grandiose in that sense. And then I guess Mandy Moore will just be in that too. Mandy, I would hope so. How yeah. they make her, I mean, the makeup team is going to win 
They're gonna win awards. They've got yeah, it. They're, they're gonna amazing. win awards. They're gonna win awards. Yeah. You know. And she should win awards, if I may say. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or at least have the chance to be nominated. Exactly. Anyway. Don't get again, it started. Again, <laughs> again, again. It's just one of those things that I mean. Eventually, she'll get there. Have you seen The Good Place? No, I haven't. I think that's the story that that's the show that you want to watch because it's not superheroes. It's not an average. It's not a a story that you see every day. You've seen a million times. Hmm. I think it's probably the most. It's definitely the funniest show on TV right now. But I think it's the most unique. It's American actors. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Kristen Bell is the star of it. Cool. And Ted Danson. And Ted Danson with his crazy cut. It's a really cool Cool. duo. Netflix. Yeah, I'm I'm really picky about my shows that I, I put my time into because I, I'm just... This I, one I think is worth I gotta it. Vote, I got to vote with my feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. What's one of those feet. that you can't miss? The show that I couldn't miss, they took off the air. What was it? The Get Down. Oh, yeah. Oh. That was amazing. They took we it off. We watched some of it. And it was all American kids, you know? And I telling American stories and I was like I can support this I can get behind this but they took it off and it was like a piece of art every episode it was beautiful yeah it was it gorgeous was beautiful why they took that off I'll never know hmm. it was beautifully done I don't know I you know to each his own and it was really about I remember those those events growing up you know and it was a part of my growing up and I loved it but such is life right mm-hmm do you like doing voiceover work? Is that fun for you? I do. I like doing voiceover work. I just don't like um, some of the characters that I, I end up playing. You know, the guys that are killing me. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's like, they want to do it. Well, okay, that sounded painful. We wanted to sound uh, uh, aggressive. <laughs> Hand like, hand? What? Yeah, it sounded like you were going through pain, but what we want is aggression. <laughs> oh, okay. And so I'm in there doing like 50 takes of, okay, again, it's a little too painful. I'm like, what the? You should say, you try it then. Yeah, dude, I'll say, look, dude, let me give you an ABC. He says, okay, okay, that's okay, 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 ABC, okay. So it's ABC, right? And so my voice is like tattered. Yeah. And it's like I can't even I can't even hum after a voiceover session sometimes. And then I told my agent, I said, "Hey, you know what? No more bad guys. Okay, let me be a judge in a video game. I hereby pronounce you guilty. You know, I can just do a character, but now I'll be yelling and killing and stabbing people and falling off of four thousand foot cliffs. Ah, I don't want to do that, man. For like." Four hours. I don't sure. do that. It's, yeah. it's killing my voice. Yeah. You know, and I still like singing. I still enjoy singing. And um, eventually, um, uh, I hope that the right role will come along, and I'll be able to go back on to stage. Hamilton. You Bless know, you. Do you sneeze? I. I. I, I look. I. I'm, Can you get me Hamilton tickets? No, I can't get Hamilton uh, postcards. I, I actually had. I actually had an, uh, 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 an audition. I had an audition, and I looked. I had a self-tape audition, and I looked back at the tape, and I still haven't sent it yet. May I, still I ask for which role? You? George uh, Washington? For George Washington, yeah. But I can't do George Washington in the key that they want me to play it, to sing it in. And that key, it has me going to A-flat, and I can't sing A-flat. One last time? Mm. It's like a, it's, That's a tough song. It's like a girl. Mm. I'm not, I mean, it's not a tough song. It's just in the wrong key. Yeah. It's in the wrong key. I can't sing it in A flat. I can't sing it in that key. And if they're willing to change it, to drop it down to an F uh, being my highest note, 
that would make George Washington a bass, and I don't think they're going to like it. All the other songs, well, right his, hand his man, song, right yeah. hand man, mm-hmm. in pocket. Oh, in that would be pocket. so good. It's in pocket. Getting really um, excited. Meet uh, me inside. Meet me inside. In pocket. History has his eyes on you. In pocket. But if they're willing to change it. That you never know to, you to change it. Just willing to change it. Just be willing to change it. Yeah. I this is taking a risk, it really is. And uh feel free to laugh. Um <laughs> feel free to, you know, give me a scolding. Have you ever seen the movie Cellular? No. Great. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Why? What is this? <laughs> I just, I, it's one of those movies that I recommend to people. Oh, okay. If they want a fun ride, a, oh. see a very underrated movie. Chris mm-hmm. Evans in his, the start of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, some very, very complicated storylines. Cellular. Being, yes, cellular. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Cellular. Can I, can I catch it on Netflix? Don't think so. You can so. borrow my DVD if you need it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. We have a borrowing DVD service wow. or uh, <laughs> iTunes perhaps, but mm-hmm. I would hate for you to spend two ninety nine. It's worth it. it. Okay. I personally think it's worth it. It's a great it. movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Want to ask a big question? I think so. Okay. So our show is called For Love of Show. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? There's no right or wrong answer. <laughs> for Love of Show. Wow. It can be summarized up in um, taking a shower because when we get in the shower and we sing, we sing no matter what. We sing in the shower as though we're singing in front of thousands of people and we sing with passion and we sing with heart and we sing with emotion and we don't care if we're cracking. We don't care if we sound good. We don't care if we sound terrible. But in actual fact, we're just singing for ourselves. So for the love of show to me, is getting in the shower. Even when I'm in front of 2,000 people, I'm actually in the shower. There's no right or wrong answer, but I think that was like one I of think, the best ones. Yeah, I was ever. just going to say, yeah. you really outdid some folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank yeah. you so much for no, doing no, Thank no, you. It was my pleasure. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for yes. having me. Um, Gino, are you on social media? I am. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Who Say, and it's all the same name, Gino Seegers, G-E-N-O-S-E-G-E-R-S. Are you open to some new followers? I am open to as many followers that wish to follow. I have a couple of uh, segments that I do on my own. Uh, I have what you call Motivation Monday. Where we try to inspire, motivate, and get people up and moving and going in any direction that they want to go in. Grind smart, grind steady, steady grinding. And on Wednesday, I have what is called Words of Wisdom on Wednesday, hashtag W O W O W, where I take notes or I take letters and questions from followers and I answer them in 60 seconds. Wow, nice. that's really awesome. Well, hopefully they can listen to this episode and learn some interesting things about you. I yeah. certainly hope so. Like air conditioners. Like air conditioners. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Or getting in the shower. Or getting yeah. in the shower. There exactly. Uh, Mel is huge on Instagram. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's uh, we, You're followed by, she's followed by Beyonce. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it's it's an archived account now, but Flotus. You're at, tugging at, at his little heartstrings. Uh, she is oh. at Mel underscore Samuel. She is private. So don't <laughs> you can follow even me, bother. It would be an honor. It would be truly an honor. And Beyonce, if you're out there and listening, you're my queen. <laughs> uh, I'm at Kim Moffat. It's okay. Very, Beyonce doesn't very open. Me. Very, very open, open followers. Beyonce, feel free to get on there. She's not though. That's fine. Also, uh, the show. She does follow the show though. The show is at for love of show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and dot com because branding. 